go all right here we go so cappuccino number 17 uh the last one for the year so very appropriate over the christmas period period that uh guest name is holly i didn't even think about that until i turned up so uh holly robinson is a mum she's a business owner she's an nzifbb athlete she spent 25 years in the health and fitness industry uh she has been a les mills group fitness instructor she's lived in holland for 16 years She's been a Pilates instructor, still is, a pre- and postnatal, uh, which I've got to ask you about. What does postnatal Pilates look like? But anyway, uh, PT certi- uh, certificate. She's a nutritionist. She's a life coach. She's got just recently got her certificate in keto mastery. She's a CrossFit instructor, and she's also an orthomolecular molecular therapist. Uh, as well as all that going on, she's also been the under 52 kgs 1991 champ for NZF. NZIFBB. She's held nine bodybuilding titles. Uh, she did the 2015 Pro Am champ. Uh, March 2017, she's still competing. She gets six for Masters figures and four for fourth for the Open figure. And she's coached a few champions as well. Welcome, Holly. Yeah, Jeez, that's an awesome resume, just quietly. That sounds good when you say yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some people say, wow, I have to sit there and I go, was that me or was yep. that somebody else you're telling lies totally. about? So, uh, Every cappuccino we do, we have like a uh, dedicated to the world's best police movie, which is Speed. Yep. Right, so the pop quiz hot shot round. Before we do that, though, uh, somebody said to me, you should be telling us what your guest's coffees are, because it's a cappuccino. So here we go. Uh, Holly's is an almond flat white trim, okay? And uh, just to prove to you how small the world is, her and I once worked in the same retail store as well, which is kind of freaky. But let's get to our pop quiz questions. Uh, what's the best Pump Up Holly Gym song that you use to motivate yourself? The one that goes boom. The I'm only like, way is up by years in the plastic There you go. That's awesome. Good work. Yeah. What's the last book you read? That would be a book by a good friend of mine. And... I can't remember the name of the book. That's all right. But good. it was a good book. Oh, hey, look, obviously. Uh, do you have a current Netflix or TV binge that yes. you are watching? What's that? Consumed. Hmm, okay. On, do you know what it's on? It's on Netflix. Yep. And it's about people's houses that are a complete bomb site. So mine doesn't look so bad. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> are you a rain or sunshine person? Sunshine. The best action hero of all time is... Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, Arnold. Uh, true story. Uh, you probably read his book, but I didn't realise they cast O.J. Simpson as the Terminator before he got it. I didn't know that. There you go. Uh, what does a day off look like for Holly? So, no PT sessions booked with anybody. Mm-hmm. You're not competing for anybody. Do you go the full English breakfast, followed by all the marshmallows you can eat for lunch, or what does it look like on a completely relaxing day? On a completely relaxing day, my I would spend more time with my children. Boom. So, an unfit 16-year-old who wants to lose weight goes and takes an aerobics class. And the next moment, there we are with all these qualifications, this amazing bodybuilding yeah. stuff going on and everything else. What prompted you to go into that aerobics class? I was seriously unhappy with how overweight I was. None of my clothes fitted. We were about to go on a family trip back to England. That's where I was born. 
and I wanted to lose some weight for that so um, my mum dragged me along to her aerobics class at the community hall I thought that was absolutely awful and I went and joined a very cold gym instead and fell in love with it cold um, now there's on your website and we'll do your website address and everything else later on you say there's no limits to what we can achieve and I'm a firm believer of that but as everybody knows those excuses are so easy to make yeah. what are some of the most common excuses that you get as a bodybuilding coach a trainer a PT a Pilates instructor what are some of the most common excuses that people give you just so that people know that they're not alone when they throw these out there totally so um, a lot of people don't have time in quotation marks yeah, yeah. Um, they're tired they're busy um, and but mostly they don't believe in themselves yeah yeah um, yeah like you said too hard it takes too long it's Christmas um, and for me personally I don't think that people actually realize that there's not a life hack or a shortcut which, no. so I was showing one of the girls in my office your amazing abs picture and they're like oh wow I just like you know wow I just I couldn't go to a trainer like that because there's no way I'm ever gonna look like yep. that and yep. I'm like well you and you won't if you no. say that you're never going to exactly um, for me everything because I'm from a martial arts background everything that you do and you can either agree or disagree with me. Bodybuilding in particular, and having just finished Arnold's book, it's all about discipline. It's discipline. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. How long does it take for somebody to walk into your studio and go, I want to compete? And uh, what do you do when they fall off? Because let's be honest, everybody's going to fall off at some mm -hmm. stage, um, even if they're training for an NZIFBB competition they'll yep. be you know you'll catch them eating pizza and going dude what are you doing definitely um what do you say to them to get them back on that bike and say you need to get back into this um okay so i have people that come to me sort of ready will take them 16 weeks yep. from starting with me to get them on stage and then i have other people that are nowhere near ready never even touched a weight and they have that goal so they've got a long way to go yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm always there for them to support them they can always call me um i I'll always um, try and help them coach them through yeah. those difficult times. If they've eaten pizza more than once, I will have a talk to them and ask them <laughs> what their goals are and why they yeah. want to do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, and people often look at uh, like bodybuilders and CrossFit champions, um, and th there seems to be this constant thing of, I could never do that. Mm -hmm. What do you say to that? What do you say to that when people come in and go, oh, look, well, Holly, I just want to figure like yours. You're amazing. How do I get one of those? Discipline. Yeah. It's constant. It's it's something you work on every single day, and it's not something that I, I, I didn't wake up looking like that. I didn't wake up with abs. I don't have abs now, by yeah. the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Shh, I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> she's got like, most people have a six-pack. She's got like a nine-pack. Yep, yeah. So, um, and I think that lots of people, they don't really appreciate that. When you are in your peak physique for competition, that's like, and I'm just going to put this in layman's terms, it's like the All Blacks competing for the Rugby World Cup final. You cannot play the Rugby Cup, Rugby World Cup final every single day of your life. Exactly. Uh, because your body, your mental state and everything else just couldn't keep up with it. Um, what are some of the things that you do uh, to get absolutely tip-top for competition? So like... I've known a couple of novice bodybuilders in my time and they'll talk to me about 
um, dehydrating themselves mm-hmm. and that type of stuff. So you want to just give us the inside gossip on that, so okay. to speak. Yeah. 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 So the last week before a show is is crazy. You you drop your calories. They're never like dangerously low, but yep. they will be low. Yeah. Um, you water load for a few days, which involves drinking anything from seven to ten liters of water a day. Yeah. Which is evil. It's it's worse than being hungry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you train like crazy to get rid of all the carbohydrate out of your body, so you also carb deplete. And then you uh, dehydrate, so you stop drinking ten liters of water. Yeah. Um, and it's quite crazy how quickly you get dehydrated. You think you'd be happy to stop drinking ten liters of water. Yeah. I cannot explain how happy you are to see water again. Yeah. So on show day, we are dehydrated. Yeah. Um, and a lot, what a lot of people don't understand is that a lot of those fitness models that are taking photos are also dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. So, and if you ever want to see something that's freaky beautiful and just strangely weird at the same time get a bodybuilder before they do their competition to pull their skin yes. or just before the competition it's amazing yep. it's, it's it's yeah yep. it's yeah, it's out there it's different so for you personally uh like if i said to you okay uh there's an nzifbb uh challenge coming up for you to go from whoa to go yep. how long does that take you now roughly to be at the level that you want to be and compete to get back on stage yeah um that would take me from now yep. 20 weeks of prep of 100 yep. percent sticking to my diet no not a jelly bean extra yep. uh, two cardio sessions a day probably yeah um, and when yep. you say cardio what type of cardio are you doing because like a lot of I've, i love bodybuilding um and i've met ronnie coleman um and a couple of others and but their cardio looks like a treadmill and they'll mm-hmm. be walking on a treadmill and people are like, why aren't you running? It's like, have you seen the size of them? It'd break things, yeah. Um, so is it like long walks? Is so, it, yes, yeah, because yeah. we want to be in that fat burning zone. We don't want to um, risk losing any muscle at all. So yeah. as, as soon as your heart rate goes above a certain level, you're going to be yeah. risking losing muscle. So it's a lot of long, slow, boring cardio. <laughs> yeah, and there's that... Um, that body image, uh, lots of people have the body image thing, but something I didn't realise until I'd read Arnold's books were that you will get people come up to you at competitions and say, well, say for instance, Holly could be awesome, but she needs to have a set of calves, and at the moment they're not bad, yep. but they're quite good. So like he s- says, you know, his calves were rubbish, so he would disappear for sort of three or four months and just, he said one of my primary exercises would always be calves, 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 calves. How do you, because I know that you've done some coaching, how do you address that with somebody and just sort of not make them feel sort of super self-conscious? Yeah, so it's a competition um, and that's the hardest part of my job is when my girls, my clients get feedback yeah. and they're, they look and they're in the best shape of their life yeah. and they go on stage and then they get told their hamstrings need to be better. Yeah. Um, that can be devastating for them, yeah. um, but I just explain it as a competition and it's not... Um, it's not who they are. No, yeah. Um, so if you're working out, can you give us some example of, let's put you, you said it took 20 weeks, let's put you at about the 10-week stage. What would a typical day in competition phase for you to look like exercise and diet-wise? So you get up and you do, what would you do? So I'd be up probably 5.30 a.m. Yeah. I would do 45 minutes of cardio. Yeah. Um, then 
uh, sometime during that day I will have to plan in weight training session yep. which can be anything up to two hours yep. and then probably evening I would do another probably maybe after weights 20 minutes cardio or in the evening another 20 to 30 minutes yeah and um, when you aren't in your competition phase how often do you work out to stay in the shape that you're in now every day yeah yeah and I think people don't realize and what does that look like because obviously you're not doing two cardio sessions and two weight sessions and everything else no so at the moment I'm getting up early I love daylight savings I go for a run yeah I'm not too worried about whether I lose or gain muscle at the moment yeah um i will train weights probably four times a week um and in the weekends go for walk just do stuff with the kids i'm always moving yeah uh now while we're talking about bodybuilding and i say this because i remembered it's on the other page apart from arnold who's your favorite bodybuilder of all time um i follow a lot of female bodybuilders yep. Um, Corey Everson. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, Miss she Olympia. Was, she yeah. was the one that got me into bodybuilding when yep. I was eighteen. I saw her and decided that's what I wanted to do. Yeah, um, and then you go and live in the Netherlands for sixteen years. Yes. What it, was that like was as a shore girl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be two years. Yeah, yeah. Well, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was your biggest culture shock? Because I've got lots of friends who are Dutch, and they'll talk to me about stuff like, um, for instance. One of the things that always hangs around about Dutch culture is um, the black peat at Christmas, the black peat oh, yep, yeah, yep. and stuff like that. So what was your big, what was the biggest culture shock for you? Um, and salted licorice, yeah, what's that all about? That's, yeah. That took me a long time to get used to, yeah, but yeah, it's yep. actually really good. Um, I'm not sure. I went when I was 23. Yep. I was really happy to get out of New Zealand at the time. Yep. Um, there was nothing happening here then. And it just became a way of life. I don't think there was anything... I guess the, the the busyness of it, the what being there in Europe that you're close that you can go, we managed to see a lot, which yep. was great. Um, Do you wear clogs to this day? No. No, good work, right? No. <laughs> then you start branching out, and then you start doing like Pilates and CrossFit and body combat and everything else. Where do you get your balance? Because, you know, when people start doing the exercise, they go, oh, I'm doing body combat, and I'm doing it like six days a week, and mm-hmm. wah, 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 and people go, wow, you look amazing, and then they sort of fall off the wagon it's inevitable that they're going to fall yep. off the wagon because they lose their enthusiasm and then they go oh i'm doing crossfit now um as a as a trainer how do you balance it out because i mean i know for me personally um i couldn't think and apologies i couldn't think of anything worse than um training for a bodybuild competition i've got discipline like because i do martial arts but for me i'm all about functional fitness mm-hmm. so if you say to me hey wrestle the heavy bag there on the ground 15 times i'm all over it but yep. if you say to me bench press that 15 times i'm like totally. yep. yeah so Understand. where do you get the balance how do you address the balance for your clients or yourself you know um it's about making it a lifestyle that's yep. maintainable obviously doing a bodybuilding show is not a lifestyle that's maintainable yep. so life is crazy for a while yeah. and there is absolutely zero balance yep. it's all about bodybuilding yep. ask my kids um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I it's about lifestyle it's about maintaining yep. what I have it's about I, I love exercise and I try to instill that in my clients as well and teach them how to enjoy yeah yeah, uh, like they always say, you know, 20 push-ups is better than no push-ups. Exactly. Yeah. Um, have you had any bad injuries or injuries in yes. your career? 
Yes. Go on, list them off because uh, I, you know, I can tell from the way you look there, it's like, where do I start? Uh, yeah. I actually have been very lucky up until I was 42 and then um, one day my hip started being sore until one day I actually couldn't walk and so yeah, I went to the doctor and they said I needed a hip replacement. So that was from nothing to, yeah. that was pretty severe. So I had that five years ago. Um, since then I've had no no other issues except for now and the other hip needs replacing but still I run but it is what it is eh? like, you know, and <laughs> for anybody who's watched that Ronnie Coleman documentary oh, so on sad. Netflix it is really really sad because yeah maybe that somebody should have let go but um, you know just the advances they've made in surgery are just amazing yes. because you know once upon a time if I'd said to you 25 years ago Holly you need a hip replacement then that would have been the end of it that would have been the much. end of it yeah yep. I don't um, think my surgeon needs to know I'm running, though. Yeah, no. Okay, shh. Move yeah. on, tell um, Do people underestimate, underestimate you because you're a bodybuilder? Arnold always talks about people always underestimate, always, always underestimated him when he came to America to start off with mm-hmm. because all they saw was the muscles and the accents, and they basically go, meathead. Yes. Um, so do you get that very often? Do you... mm, not so much. I think people are, it's changing. People yep. understand that we're not all stupid yeah yeah i think that's that was generally the thought yeah um maybe in that last week we can come across as being extremely stupid well that's because you're suffering suffering. yeah 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 yeah. and uh, females in the fitness industry have come massive leaps and bounds females in general since the 1980s let's be honest but what do you think have been the biggest changes in the fitness industry since you started off all those years ago because, I mean, to be honest, if I had said to somebody, if I'd said to a friend of mine 25 years ago when I was in my mid-20s, hey, i got this mate of mine, and she's an awesome bodybuilder trainer, and everything, like, you know, go to a girl to learn bodybuilding, are you yep. serious? Yeah, yep. yeah, girls do aerobics, and that's it. Yeah. Yes, so um, that, that yeah. has changed. Yeah. Um, so I get a, um, quite a few males yeah. seeing what I've done and coming to me, which is awesome, because, yeah, in the gym... 20 years ago I could not have walked up to a guy and corrected his form (laughs) (laughs) and I've got to be honest since I joined the police so we're talking 1996 all of my training partners have been female oh awesome and I do it purposely because of this reason you guys have got so much more way better common sense than guys guys will try and do they'll do that last rep and then they'll try and do another three or four more whereas women seem to understand that's your last rep. Maybe we might be able to squeeze out one more, but yep. let's keep this on the oh, bounds really? bounds of common sense. That's what I've found anyway. So yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, and also your resiliency tends to be a little bit better. But I'm not going to say that out loud. Um, I got a friend who's a PT who had a client who once she turned up for an appointment and and he said to her, "Oh wow, I thought you turned up in lycra, right?" Um, and he got PT to hell during that session no surprises there <laughs> how do you react to that stereotype because people you know people see you and they go oh blonde good looking she's physically fit she's female etc etc how do you do when people underestimate you as a trainer what do you do how do you cope with it because have you ever had that in your in your career um that people underestimate me probably but not so openly go cool. no yeah. well, that's not such a bad thing then i guess so um now you're also a life coach and our good mutual friend Carleen, who was, I think, Cappuccino episode number four, uh, her and I had this conversation constantly about motivation. Mm-hmm. 
and I say motivation doesn't work. It only works for small periods of time. I can show you all the Rocky movies in the world. You can go out, hit the heavy bag, and five days later you'll be on the, on the yep. couch eating pizza. Yes. How do you achieve goals yourself personally? How, if I said to you, Holly, how do you achieve your goals? Tell me how you go through your plan. Um, it's a lot of, it's intention. So I set the intention. Yep. I know the date of my goal. Um, I know that if I don't do what needs doing, I won't get to my goal. Yeah. So on days when I don't feel like doing it, I have to do it anyway. Yeah. Um, and I save the days that I don't do it for days that I'm like really sick or like yeah. physically cannot do it. Yeah. Um, and visioning. I vision my goal yeah. every day. I've got my goal in my in my vision. Do you find the pressures of social media? help some of the people that you're coaching because in days gone by you would have like taken a polaroid selfie of yourself by the mirror mm -hmm. hung it up on the mirror and gone six months time i want to look like this and maybe had a picture of uh Corey underneath mm -hmm. hang on that's the goal i want whereas now i can put it up on instagram get myself 300 followers who are all like go holly go or go brian go do you find that pressure can sometimes help or is it a negative effect uh when you're training people um for me myself i don't Fine, that doesn't influence me here or there, but yep. that's probably just my age. Personality type, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you get yeah. to a certain point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. White right. noise, yep. Yep. Um, I do find a bit, it's a big pressure for my clients that are competing, especially yep. getting closer to the show because people are very good at posting angles um, and making themselves look a whole lot better than they yeah, actually are. Yeah. So yeah. that can be quite threatening for my clients. Yep. So we have to have the talk. Yep. About that they have to get off social media. Yep. And as bodybuilders know, their angles and their poses, they can be manipulated anyway. It's all an yep. illusion. Yeah, uh, pretty much, yeah. Um, which brings us on to the next question, the diet question, because I get asked this all the time. What's the percentage balance for you as a personal trainer to make it work? So if I come and see you and say, hey, Ollie, I've heard that it's 80% diet and 20% exercise, I'm down with that. Mm. What do you think it is? Um... Depending on your goals, yeah, that could work perfectly for you. Yeah, um, eighty twenty, definitely. All right. Yep. Let's talk training afterwards then, because if I'm only doing twenty percent exercise, I'm all good. Uh, no, I'm teasing. Um, <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hang on. So diets, right? So you have TRE, you've got keto, you've got paleo, you've got Atkins, you've got everything in moderation. Just some things. Some of the times you've got high fats. You've got five two diets. As somebody once said to me, WTF, where the hell do I yes. start with this stuff? Yep. So where do you start with it all? Because, I mean, you read one book and it's the keys to the Golden City. If you follow this for the next six months, you're going to lose weight. And you can see people going, okay, cool, I'm going to do it. And again, it's that motivation thing. They go hard out of the blocks for three or four weeks and then all of a sudden they're falling off the wagon or something else. Um, I know it's a discipline, but where would you say most people should start? Okay, weight loss. <laughs> yeah. Weight loss. Every diet yep. will work yep. if you stick to it. Yep. But that's the key: is sticking to it. So I like to find the diet that's going to work the best for each individual. That's why all my plans are personalised. Yeah. Keto is great for some people, um, and some people do not have to do keto to lose weight. Yeah. Um, so it's it's finding the diet that works, works best for you, for you yep. the one that you can stick to, the one that you enjoy. Yeah, and that isn't sugar-coated lies or lots of jelly beans or that type of stuff either. No. Now, you recently became a, a keto mastery certificate 
uh, reciprocant, I should say, um, due to your personal circumstances. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, you suffer from diabetes. Is that I, correct? Yes. That's yep. recently diagnosed. Yep. So, how has keto changed your life? And for those of us that don't know, um, I've got some inkling, but I don't really know because I haven't read anything on it. What the heck is keto? Because people say, you know, it's high fat and it's this and low carb and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do you want to just give us keto in a nutshell? Keto is high fat, low carb. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Done. But it's not. It's it's very simple to do. The internet makes it very complicated yeah. and very simplified at the same time, which makes it very hard to, for people to follow. Yeah. So I was, when I first became diabetic, um, I went keto yep. to try and manage that yep. um, tried to do it off the internet but just got so confused yeah. so I went and did the training um, yep. and now I get keto you, it doesn't have to be zero carb yeah okay um, yeah because I think a lot of people think that they're going to be sitting down and eating yes. platefuls of bacon yeah no uh, no chips and anything else not that chips are a good thing but hey like um, how hard has balancing your life and your profession and diabetes been because from what I've read, because of your amazing keto diet, you're not doing the insulin thing, are you? Not a lot, no. no. Um, whereas I know some other, um, I'm going to say professional athletes, because you are a professional athlete, who are constantly insulin injecting and everything yep. else. So has that been a major change to your lifestyle with the diabetes or not? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, it, yep. it changed everything. Yeah, and I don't think, I remember talking to a paediatric surgeon out at Middlemore Hospital who said, Diabetes is like a tsunami that is going to come for New Zealand, and lots of people just have no idea about it. Yeah, um, so that's yeah. that. We should be talking about type two, yeah, um, yeah. which we can control yeah. with diet and exercise. Unfortunately, yeah. type one is yeah, it just is one what of those things. Yeah, 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 just a, yeah, a bad card to be dealt. And yes. Yeah, that's all good. How hard is it being a mum and a PT at the same time? There must be days where your kids come out. And you are literally doing like flies or a bench press or something and say, Mum, can I have this out of the pantry? And you're like, hang on, I'll get it done. Uh, yeah, that's okay. Cool. Yes. Yep. So my son is great at coming and asking me stuff just yep. as I'm training somebody. Go on. Yeah, that's <laughs> He knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what does a typical day look like for Holly now when you're not competing mm-hmm. and you're just training? So just training. You're training yourself and your personal training as well. So you're going to get up at about what time? I usually up about six. Yep. If I don't have to be up earlier for clients. Yeah. Um, I go for a run. Yeah. Um, come home, make my son breakfast. Sometimes I'll have a client in between making him breakfast and getting him to school. Yeah. Um, get him to school. I usually work till about twelve. Um, then I plan in my own training. Yep. Um, so there's a couple of hours, and then pick up my son from school, organise play dates, um, and then I'm back to work yeah. till maybe eight, eight thirty at night. Yeah, yeah, so full on. Um, and when you talk about your timetable and 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 everything else, where to next for Holly? What's the next challenge? Because you've obviously just got your keto mastery. Yep. And I know. Um, you like many life coaches or people who do regular competitive exercise you guys 
you're a bit like cops. You have a really high drive. Yes. And there's none of this. I'm just going to rest on my laurels now and do nothing no. for the next six months. So no. where, where to next for Holly? Yeah. So at the moment I'm working on my business. Yep. I'm going more online. I have challenged myself to learn how the computer works yep. instead of sitting in front of it and just crying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's what's happening in the immediate future. Yeah, so we're going to see Holly on Twitter and that type of stuff, are we? Maybe not Twitter, because I can't yeah, figure that out. That's right. Neither can Donald Trump just quietly, but that's all that's, good. Yeah. Well, I was only getting his, like, tweets. And <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, now, more, um, lots more online training, more programs that I'm going to be offering yep. online. Um, there is a boot camp coming up soon yes yep um, I have a couple of friends who are doing that you can feel free to hurt them in any way you want okay, as well. okay that's awesome. all good yeah. I, I try not to hurt people <laughs> yeah no exactly and that's <laughs> one of the other things I meant to ask you as well because I've heard a lot of police physical training instructors and um, PTs I know as well coaches they say that the end of their day comes and it might be like an easy day for them hmm? because they've had like five or six clients and they've had to demonstrate the form that they want or the yep. exercise they are just fatigued beyond belief so on average how much sleep do you get because bodybuilders are notoriously uh, good at getting good amounts of sleep if they can eh? because you guys exercise so hard yes but when you're busy it's and hard you're to get mum, sleep yeah, exactly um sleep probably seven hours yeah that's not too bad i guess then all right and then the final question that we always ask all of our guests is this a bit morbid but hey look we like to know um it's the day of your eulogy and whoever's delivering your eulogy stands up and says holly was what would you like them to say about you because i'm oh. i'm a, yeah it's a tricky one isn't it's it hard. yeah there's a there's a hard one um, a good mum yeah and that to you would be the most important thing yes yeah yeah yep. and full credit to you so if you want to follow holly on social media and correct me if i'm wrong here because you're now a computer guru. Uh, it's Holly Robinson. I'll spell it out. H-O-L-L-Y-R-O-B-E-R-S-O-N.co.nz. Uh, you can book Holly's some sessions there with her. Um, we're quite grateful to have her time today, though, because I did see on her Instagram post, she said, book now because I'm filling up real quick before Christmas. Yeah, this yeah. is crazy time of year. Yeah. yeah. Why is that? Because do, does everybody do the, I've got four weeks off, I can nail it? No, I think it's the sun comes out and we get more active and we realise that we have been unactive um, and then the New Year's resolutions, goals come into it. Yeah, which again, while we're here before we wrap up, they don't work, do they, New Year's resolutions? They hold pretty good for... Three days? Yeah, some people three <laughs> days. Most of mine are normally gone by about week six, I've got to be honest. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and it, again, it just comes down to that motivation thing, doesn't it? That intention. You yeah. need to set the intention yep. and you, you need to have your reason why. Yeah. I yep. find people don't have their why. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, which, I'm going to ask you that question as well. You very often get people come in and they, and they want to lose weight or they, you know, they want to do a bodybuilding competition and um, they very often, after they finish their why, boom, the mm. weight comes back mm -hmm. on. Uh, yep. You know, I've just competed in the, the bodybuilding champs and I've gone to custard again, for want of better words, yep. uh, because they've got no goals. Is it the fact that they've got no goals or no why that it's so important or is it just the fact that they're lacking um, the destination at the end of the journey, I guess. Yeah, after doing a show, that's that's pretty full on. Yep. Um, it, it's hard to 
stay in that um, Zeus zone. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. can't train that hard no. for forever. Yeah. Uh, so with the Instagram, it is studio and then underscore and then Holly Robinson and then Facebook is studio Holly Robinson. So. Uh, with that in mind, make sure you go and check it out and have a look at some of the amazing stuff that she does. Uh, like I said, you will do very, very well to find somebody who has got this many certifications and also qualifications as a bodybuilder and a keto master and everything else. So, Holly, thank you for your time. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to add to any of this with regards to motivation or New Year's resolutions or trying to get people up off the TV and sort of off the Netflix and into the gym? Yeah, I think my uh, my goal is to get everybody, everybody, everybody actually everybody, yep. uh, moving and enjoying exercise. And it doesn't have to be with me. It doesn't have to be in the gym. Yep. Um, it's so important to look after our health. Yeah, um, you're, you're not wrong either. And so Holly and I have kind of struck a deal. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I do this to myself, but I do. Um, so what... Holly and I are going to be working on is we're going to be trying to work on a three month, three or four month plan where just using body weight, I'm going to attempt to lose around about five kg so that I can maybe compete in my first Brazilian Jiu Jitsu competition. There's going to be uh, no fancy gym equipment, no nothing, so uh, there's going to be no excuses for anybody. So um, I'll wake it up on my Instagram and Facebook, and I know that Holly will probably do the same. Uh, we'll try and plug in about every week so that you can see the progress and the idea is that you get your rear end off the couch because if a 47 year old cop can do it then I'm pretty sure that you can um, and do some of the exercises with me because like I said they're all going to be body weight if people start off nice and slow um, we'll go from there and might even come back at some stage probably in the new year mm -hmm. and see if we can do like a Q&A session with yeah. some of the people that have been following us on Instagram following my progress and going hey what about this or I've done this or maybe I can't do a squat because I've got a dodgy knee can you recommend something else yep. if you're cool with it that sounds great all right okay so we, we'll see you yeah exciting she says you're not doing the exercise for this me yeah, yeah that's true yeah so uh, we will see you uh, after the Christmas and New Year's break uh, everybody have a very Merry Christmas and I'm, I'll say it for Holly because I'm sure that she will don't eat too much don't drink too much and just actually make sure that you get out there and have a, a little bit of exercise even if after you've had your Christmas turkey before you slip into that Christmas sort of uh, food coma as my brother calls it yep. get out and have a 25 minute walk at least it's the least you can do for your body the house is so honey. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no.